Yo, yo, yo. Good evening. Uh, you're listening to the NS9 Post Game Show. I am Jim. Joining me today, Tyler. Tyler, the Pirates take the opening game of a four game series against the Cardinals. Five to nothing today. Yes. You know what? It doesn't matter what how the Pirates are doing. There's just something about beating the Cardinals. It's it feels good. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a team that the Pirates, I don't believe, have finished above in the standings since 1997. So, yeah, anytime you can beat the Cardinals, especially in St. Louis, dude, mm-hmm. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Yeah, I don't care if they say we're like little brother that's just like punching up and gets excited like the Browns do with the Steelers. I don't care if I'm that little brother right now. I just want to beat the Cardinals. Yeah, and beat the Cardinals they did. Um, I mean, I guess we can start off with uh, Vince Velasquez getting the start today. His first two starts, um, shaky to uh, to say the least. Um, shaky borderline, just completely dreadful. So um, he gets the ball today. By far his best start uh, in a Pirates uniform. Six scoreless innings. Um, he was getting a lot of swings and misses too. He struck out six, walked two. Gave up three hits, so kept people off of the base paths. Never really was in trouble um, for for the game, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just a just a really good performance from Vince Velasquez. I think he generated eighteen swings and misses, so eighteen whiffs today. Everything was working. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason this guy's in Major League Baseball, and it's not really results based. It's because his stuff is electric, and it's kind of just a classic. Vince Velasquez start. Um, I'm not really buying stock on him right now, but every now and then when your stuff is that good, you're going to have outings like this. The key is the pirates have to get a little more consistency out of him because the stuff is obviously there. Like you just said, it was swings and misses today. If he can just command the hair, he's a very effective pitcher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, thirty-nine percent whiff rate for the for the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all of his everything was on. Um, he threw, you know, quite a bit of fastball, you know, over fifty percent fastballs, but slider, changeup, they were all working. He only threw a couple curveballs, so we're not really gonna. I'm not gonna say much there, but, um, but yeah, just an excellent, excellent pitching performance. This is basically his ceiling. Like you're not right. gonna get much better. Um, out of uh, Vince Velasquez and what we saw tonight. But, hey, if, if he's going to do this and he can give it to you every once in a while, um, he can at least be serviceable in this role. I'm still very skeptical. Like, I I, I think he's still best suited as a, as a reliever. Uh, but like you mentioned, the stuff is there. So when it's all working, he's capable of doing things like he did tonight. Yeah, he's kind of like reminiscent to Charlie Morton with a stuffed you can see it all there. Morton obviously figured it out at one point, um, but Velasquez still hasn't really in his career, but the stuff obviously mm-hmm. plays. 
Yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good um comparison there. I, I mean Vince Velasquez was a highly rated prospect coming up because of because of his stuff. Uh, and he just really hasn't had the success at the major league level. So yeah, I mean the 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 talents there, the command is typically what the problem is, uh, especially with you know just where pitches should be within the strike zone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today he was best we've seen him. Best we've seen him all year, including spring training. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of hope you can get this, like, probably more than one ever out of three starts. Like, it, he doesn't have to be this good, but you have to be able to keep the team in the game. Yeah, and, and keeping the team in the game is what he did tonight because he faced a really good starter uh, in Jordan Montgomery, um, who also had – his stuff working tonight. Yeah. Uh, he pitched in the seventh, you know, the pirates were finally able to get what get to him uh, that third time through the order. Basically uh, they, they squeak by a run in the, in the, uh, in the sixth with a, uh, that was, that was when Kutch doubled and yeah. Santana hit him in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, you know, they got, they got a run in there. Let's actually talk about Kutch real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I know you, you mentioned, you talked about him a little bit on a previous post game show, but like when you brought him in this off season, you're expecting, Hey, let's get a veteran leader who can, you know, show this team how to win. And it's April 13th, Tyler. And I'm fairly certain that he's the second best hitter on this team. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a pretty fair assessment, man. Like, I mentioned before, I didn't know if the bat speed would still be there at the advanced stage, but it sure as hell looks like it's there. And the ability to just have so much command in the box, his eye is as good, I think, as it's ever been. And this is a guy that doesn't have the talent he did at one point, and he's still able to just lay off so much stuff. Approach-wise, he's probably as good as he's ever been right now. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Today, he um, another walk. That was his 10th walk of the season. He gets a sacrifice fly, so he drives in a run. The double led to the team's first run. The guy's walking at a 21% clip right now. Um, he's just handling the bat really well. Like I don't think he's had – maybe that first at-bat of the game he struck out, yeah. but like he just doesn't – like he looks like a professional up there. And he he's up there with a plan and he just executes like he executes that plan. He stays kind of within himself like he knows who he is at this point. And man, he's been he's been fun to watch this year because he's doing everything that like peak McCutcheon did um, from a. Just like a plate discipline standpoint, but I think you even mentioned like I think I agree with you, like I think it's better now than it even was then. And it was really good then, but I think. You know, he was he was a better hitter then, too. Yeah. So I think now he's kind of just maybe taking a taking the approach of I know I'm really good at this one thing and I'm going to pick and choose at at what I'm going to swing at. And it's been it's been working for him so far. Yeah, but he's just very selective. And like you said, he's up there with a plan. And he does not stray from it right now. Now, obviously, the league's going to punch back. They're going to find something that mm-hmm. will get by him. But he's the way he's going right now, I have a hard time imagining he's anything less than a 
pretty above average hitter this year. And and they need him to be. I mean, especially yeah. with Cruz now out. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Reynolds doing his thing, but the Pirates, like I said, this isn't what they asked McCutcheon to come in and do, but right. they could really use uh, like, a, like a huge comeback season mm-hmm. out of him, to be honest. And we'll talk about this later, but McCutcheon's 36 years old. And like, I think going into the season, everyone maybe could have agreed that, you know, he's, he's probably not a hall of famer. He's falling short there. Hall of very good. Mm-hmm. Tyler, if he finishes his career in Pittsburgh and he kind of has like a rejuvenation, could we have some Kutch hall of fame talk eventually? <laughs> I think it would probably take two or three good years. Okay. I, I'm with you there. Like, I think he's got a crack. Like he's got to get real close to like 60 war. Right. But and like maybe another all-star, another all-star appearance might help. Yeah. But that's, that's the conversation for down the road. But yeah. as of right now, Kutch looks great. Um, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> you got to be thrilled with what you see out of him. Oh yes. I mean, I think we all had a little bit of uh worry in the back of our mind that what if he does come back and he's just not good anymore? Cause he is 36 years old. Mm-hmm. And last Thank year God. was his worst season. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Last year was his worst season at the plate. But yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't, like, he looks like a different player than what we've seen the last few years. It's like he's yeah. re energized or something. And he's just coming home. Yeah. He looks, he looks better than his last two years in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's early. So I'm not quite <laughs> ready to like, Say I mean, that, he, that but, um, he had like a one war the one year. Yeah, he was he was pretty good in 2017, but yeah, 2016 um, wasn't. 2016, not so much. But no, excellent start to the year for Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, really, just hoping he can continue to put together good at bats. Like I, I don't right. think he's going to, uh, you know, stick with a 160 weighted runs created right. plus all year. But hey, if he can bounce back to like 120, mm-hmm. that's I'll take that 10 out of 10 times. Pirates don't have many 120 hitters. No, they haven't. They haven't in a while. <laughs> they have not in a they long haven't time. had multiple ones in a while. Um, and then also kind of along the same lines of Andrew McCutcheon, another key contributor today with two doubles, including a walk. Another guy who just when he goes up to the plate, he gives you a professional at bat every time. He's not having quite the success that McCutcheon's having, but he's been a staple in the middle of the lineup. He's kind of added some stability, but Carlos Santana, big, big role today as well. Yeah. Had me a little concerned there. Um, going home on a contact play. Thankfully voided what seems to be any injury there, but we said it, we said it all off season. The guy obviously has a great approach at the plate. He knows what he's trying to do. He adds a little bit of longevity to this lineup. You can get a little deeper mm-hmm. on the starters. It's just every at bat he goes up there is a professional at bat. I and, and there's, I, there's yeah. not much more to say about him other than like he just goes in hard hat lunch pail, he's going to work at the plate every day. It's the same guy, and it's just really nice. Like I mean, when Reynolds is in the lineup and you go like Reynolds, Kutch, Santana, back to back to back, like those are three legitimate uh, offensive players that. Pitchers need to – they need to bear down and, and they need to be, like, in the game when when those guys are up. And we saw today, you know, 
McCutcheon, Santana combined for the first run. Santana was involved in the second run. Um, and then, you know, and then we get the back-to-back homers in the eighth inning uh, by both Connor Joe and Rodolfo Castro. Mm-hmm. Connor Joe, another guy that they, I mean, the, the, we're talking about all, all guys we brought in this year, right? McCutcheon, Dude, I love Santana. Him. I love this Connor guy. Joe. Connor Joe's been outstanding today. Big, big home run. Um, he was two for four. Uh, he's, he's batting 391, 481 on base percentage. We're talking about McCutcheon's on base percentage. Connor Joe has a higher one. Um, and, and slugging 652, like, man, like I, it's just these guys, they brought in this, this off season, they're all performing. Yeah. And Connor Joe's first two at bats today takes them both to a full count, just really good quality at bats. That's really what we've seen from him all year. We talked about McCutcheon, his walk rate right now, Santana, the professional at bats he puts together, Connor Joe. He's he's putting together great at bats all the time. That's three guys in the middle of your lineup. Throw in Jim Jimmy and Choi every now and then. That's three guys that are going to see probably twenty more pitches a game between the three of them, who depending on who's in the lineup compared to last year. That is huge. the The ability to get to a bullpen earlier by this team this year is night and day yeah i mean just like i mean you 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 hit that so the ability to get to a bullpen earlier right when you have hitters in your lineup that make pitchers work even if they're even if they're not getting outs like even if they're not getting hits and they're getting out but they're making pitchers work having multiple guys in the lineup like that it just allows you to get to that bullpen quicker and here's the thing with major league bullpens. They're typically like typically pitchers are in bullpens because they're not good enough to be starters. Starters mm-hmm. are starters pitch more innings than relievers because they're better than them typically. So like you want to get to that bullpen as quick as you can. And the pirates got to that bullpen. They got to it late today. You know, it took them a while to get to Montgomery, but then when, once they got to him, they were able to get to that Cardinals bullpen. Uh, Jordan Hicks comes in, looked awful. Um, uh, Genesis Cabrera relieves him. The Pirates touch him up for two homers back to back. And and then uh, Chris Stratton comes yep. in, our old oh, friend sad. Chris Stratton, and he gives up a uh, he gives up an RBI. Actually, no, not an RBI. Second like wild pitch that scored yep. uh, that scored Ke- Brian Hayes there in the ninth. So Hayes Hayes with a double. Not not another rough game for him, but yeah, you know that that double kind of snuck in there. Yeah. But no, I mean just. Just a really well played game uh, by the offense. I said it took a while to get going today, but once they got going, uh, they scored in each of the last four innings. And when you score that often, that late in baseball games, you're gonna win. Yeah, and just uh, they did get to Montgomery late today. Um, but going back to those guys seeing all those pitches the ability to turn the order over and see him a third time. You've seen so much from him at that point. You're able to touch him up a little bit there. There's just so much importance to what's going on in the middle of this order right now. Yeah. And and let me just to keep going down the line here, like G1 Bay, right. Outstanding defense. 
Yeah, against the lefty today, but outstanding defensively. Um, you know, he he didn't get a great yeah. jump on the dive, but you know, he he made up for it with his speed and athleticism. Uh, and then the play at the wall uh, against Tyler O'Neill. That was impressive. That was a huge he play. He closed a lot of ground very quickly. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he's looked good out there in center field. Like he's looked pretty good out there. He's looked better in center field than he has at second base, if I'm being yeah. honest. Uh, and, you know, I was thinking with Cruz getting knocked out, that would kind of put Bay in like a permanent second baseman role. Mm -hmm. I still think that's ultimately maybe where he ends up just because of the other second base options that are <laughs> out there. And we'll get to, I don't know if you even want to touch on Matthias, but he's looked really, really bad in his three games. Awful defensively, awful offensively. He just... He's awful. doesn't look like he, he just hasn't looked like he's belonged. It's only three games, but you know, he's looked bad. Um, but, uh, he is but bad. yeah, I think at this point, I think, I think at this point, like G1 Bay's got to be in the yeah. lineup every day. He does him and Castro both. Mm -hmm. I think at this point you have, you have to have them in the lineup every single day. Um, I understand giving base and time off. Maybe you get some tougher lefties, not at the expense of a uh, Mark Mathias in my life. I don't need that. That's just cruel and unusual punishment. I don't want to watch that. Please don't make me. So G1 Bay, Rodolfo Castro need to be in the lineup every day to me. Bay, I'm with you. I think he probably needs to be in center, but the way this team is right now, I don't know how you can really do it. There's just, it's a weird roster construction at this moment. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know how you can fit him in the center field every day with as many at bats that need to go around. Yeah, I I think, I mean, you got to be creative, but at the, at the same time, you also need one of these people who can play second base to step up. Right. Like someone's going to have to step up, whether that's Matthias, whether that's Tucapita Marcano, whether that's someone who's not on the 40-man roster in Nick Gonzalez, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, one of those three guys needs to step up and, and come to play this year. Um you know, Anthony mentions Triolo too. Like that's another guy where, you know, once he comes back from an injury, there's going to be, there's going to be um, opportunities for all of these guys mm -hmm. for the rest of the season. And one of them has to um, take advantage. I mean, plain and simple, because otherwise you're going to have a giant hole in there every day, whether you have, you know, Bay at second, and then you've got to play maybe a Sawinski who hasn't looked great, you know, but yeah, I think at this point, Bay probably fits best in center field, yeah. and then you you just you're going to have to get somebody to to fill in at second base. Yeah, I'm. I don't know like who that guy. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is right now. I don't either. It's I can tell you it's not Mark Mathias, but we're gonna find out for sure here. Yeah, I mean he'll get he'll get a run. I think he'll get a run, um, and and he probably deserves it. Uh, you know, at this point, he gets he he deserves look but i'm not i gave him a glance i'm done i no i i think he deserves at least a somewhat look uh at second base just like if he doesn't work out then you gotta move on to the next person but i'm willing to give him more than three games right now uh but maybe not more than like 10 like once we hit 10 games if he's still doing this then so long yeah um it might be just looking down the road. It, 
might not be a bad idea to let Kanan Smith and Jigba go get some everyday at bats down in AAA and maybe go with a Marcano, a guy that can fill in there and play the corners. Um, but that's probably a conversation for another day. Yeah, I think um I said I think Triolo's the guy I'm I'm looking forward to coming back and seeing if there's anything there. I'm with um, you on him, but how much longer is he out? I think he's still got like five weeks yeah. ish. So um, I, mean, I don't, gonna I don't be, know if I could do five weeks of Mark yeah, Matthias in it's, my life. It's it's gonna be next month. Like yeah, five weeks of Mark Matthias. That's know. a long I mean, time. Unless he can can step it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can take that. I took two. You know what? All of my. I think if we hadn't put up with Josh Van Meter for like five months last year, I could handle a little bit more of a Mark Matthias. Yeah. But after that Josh Van Meter run, like I'm done with these guys. Like I, I'll give him a little bit of a chance. Nope. If there's nothing there, you got to move on. It's I'm I'm not going down the list of all the other Josh Van Meters we've dealt with, but yeah, I'm I'm good with whatever's next. Yeah. Um. But that's it for pretty much the offense. Uh, oh, Castro. I mean, we we didn't really yeah. talk about him too much, but uh, against the lefty, so mm-hmm. doing the damage against the people he's supposed to. Uh, solo homer after the the Joe homer, and that really helped kind of put a little bit more of a buffer in between. Uh, you know, that made it four to nothing going into that bottom of the eighth inning. So just a like a great job by the pirates getting to Montgomery, eventually getting to that bullpen all around, just, just really good execution, especially late in the game. Yeah. And to go back to Castro real quick, I like what he's doing right now. I'm not going to say I'm sold on him, but I think he's putting together some pretty good at bats. He's starting to look a little more comfortable. Um, and he's, he's going to get every opportunity because really he's the only guy left that, play shortstop bay does it kind of but castro is probably the guy there yeah i mean he's not your ideal fit for shortstop by any means mm-hmm. uh he can he's capable of playing it and and, and yeah i don't know he, he's definitely ca- i think he's more capable of playing it than the other guys the, the other options that yeah. they have so he's yeah, he's going to play a lot. And so he's got he's got to take advantage of this opportunity and he he took advantage of it at the end of last year like mm-hmm. those last couple months his when once he got called back up last year Castro played really well. Uh so if he can just replicate that success from last year. Yeah, just it, Castro just be good again. What are you doing? Yeah, right. Castro can be good again and if Bay can can actually be good then maybe we can Maybe we can weather this storm at least for a little bit while yeah. Cruz is out. Obviously, that's just no one's going like you can't replace O'Neill Cruz. Like that's not going to happen. But um, hopefully, you've got enough guys step up in incremental amounts that it's not as big of a loss as right. as we expect. Yeah, at the very least, keep make the team watchable every night. Yep, and that's what they've been. They've been <laughs> exactly. they've been watchable. They've been more than watchable so far, pretty much all year long. Yep. Except that last Vince Velasco start and yeah. some Rich Hill starts. Yeah. Yeah. But like those are during the day. So I don't care. That's true. It's I'm been working. the day. It's been those day games that have been yeah. bad. So I'm working. They, they lose by seven or whatever. Just win all the night games, lose the day games. Exactly. Win all the games I got to jump on the post game show for. Yeah. No, that's a good call. Cause like I don't if, like being if, angry after the game. If we've got to do post game shows, we should win those. The ones that we can't get on, the, they can lose those games. Yeah. You're going to lose like 54 games no matter what. You might as well just yeah. lose the ones I'm not post gaming on. 
No, I like that. I like that uh, strategy. So um, tying things up here, Pirates bullpen, shaky. Uh, Holderman was shaky. Moretta was, you know, gave up that hit, but Dwayne Underwood looked great in the seventh. He, um, he's been fine really all year long. He's used for uh, one inning, Jim, and he's coming in inning. in a clean inning. I mean, we were, we were rightfully, probably maybe somewhat wrongfully hard on Underwood for the last two years or so, but. In his defense, he was put in a lot of very tough situations. Some of it because the Pirates just sucked and others because there were just no other options. Mm-hmm. He's doing very well in this one-inning role, and they seem to be fitting him into that seven-inning role right now. He's coming in in a clean inning, and really, he looks pretty good. Yeah, no, he uh, he looked really good today. Two strikeouts, one, two, three innings, just dominated. Uh, the three batters that he faced Holderman comes in and he has had, he's had success, successful results all season long uh, has not given up a run yet. And that's through, this was now his sixth game, I believe uh, sixth game. Yeah. So Colin Holderman, what are your thoughts on Colin Holderman thus far? He scares the living shit out of me. <laughs> you, when you say shaky bullpen, I think of Colin Holderman right now because he, he's just given up way too much hard contact. He's kind of erratic. It just, if it feels like something's going to go wrong every time he comes in. And I know that's mainly fans mentality, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, tonight, 105, 100, 100 are the exit velocities off of him, his first three batters. Um, but he got out of it, stranded the uh, stranded the bases loaded. Gave, the, gave the, up the, the line. E, yeah, ERA is still zero. And luckily at that point, too, like even though he was got in trouble, the, you know, the offense had gotten to that 4 nothing lead ahead of time. Right. So you know, you had a little bit of a buffer zone there, you know, where if he could have, like he, he could have afforded to give up a couple runs, but Hey, he gets out of it. Yeah. No runs. But that's a big part where you really don't want him to give up runs. Cause you don't want to have right. to burn Bednar there. No, you're right. And, and then the fifth run in the ninth inning kind of sealed right. that fate where you, you didn't, you didn't have to turn to Bednar. I think they would have gone to him in a four, nothing game, yeah. but with it being five, nothing, they bring in, Money Moretta. <laughs> Your boy. Um, I know you love a man, but I'd prefer he just be good at pitching and not humorous and pretty boring. No, so um, I would prefer him to be both good at pitching and and I like the swag. Like, give me the swag, but with success. The swagger is so ridiculous for how just not good he is. <laughs> well, that's what I was mentioning that before, like, the fact that this dude, he's he's been like up and down from AAA to the majors for the last like four years. The fact that he's got the swag that he does, it's just, I love him for it. The I dude gives up like 110 mile hour rockets. Where <laughs> <laughs> he like walks the bases loaded, but then he gets one out, gets out of the inning. Love it. I love it, Tyler. You're not going to love it when he actually gives up like a run in a big spot. And then he walks off the mound doing the money. 
Well, no, but I, <laughs> let's just avoid that situation then. Like, let's just let's just be good. Yesterday, he gives up the nuke, right? But it was in a meaningless baseball game. So I'm not too concerned. They bring him back out. He pitches the ninth inning scoreless. The swag is back as far as I'm concerned. Love the dude. I mean, he's funny. I'll give him that. Yeah. Like, I find him funny right now because he's not giving up a shot in the big spot. <laughs> I mean, Anthony is right there. Uh, yeah, he Anthony, hasn't given... says, Anthony says he has more humility than Jason Grilly. <laughs> um, That's true. He is yet to, uh, you know, compare himself to, <laughs> to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you know, so... That is a positive. Now, he's just yeah. comparing himself to Johnny Manziel. Yes. Who had a ton of swag. Now, also, also not good. Not good. Not good, but definitely a lot of swag. How about this? How about what if Moretta is like Texas A&M Johnny Manziel? Can we live with that? We can live with that. I mean, Texas A&M Johnny Manziel won a Heisman. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron I could Moretta. live if reliever Moretta. of the year. <laughs> yeah, if he just decides that he's gonna be the greatest reliever. <laughs> yeah, that's the reliever that. of the season. Yeah, yeah like, we could live sure. with that. Yeah, that's fine. All right, you got any last uh, last thoughts about the game before we uh, before we kick things? No, we got out of here. We, no, we got a long weekend here. Baseball, four games stand with the cards. Tonight was the latest game, I think. Tonight was uh yeah, seven seven forty Eastern time. Um tonight's win also guarantees that the Cardinals will not finish this series with a higher record than the Pirates. Love that. So the Pirates will be at least five hundred at the end of this series. So nice win. Game two is tomorrow. Ooh, game two is actually later tomorrow. Okay. It's Tyler. T- tomorrow's the eight of eight something. Eight fifteen okay. Eastern tomorrow. That's what it uh, is. Johan Oviedo against Jake Woodford. Oviedo had a really, really nice start last time out. See if he can uh, build upon that success. Yeah. I'm... It's a uh, Oviedo revenge game. Oviedo. Oh, you know what? I didn't even catch that dynamic. You're right. Oviedo revenge game tomorrow. He's going to repeat it. Pirates are going to take the first two games of the series. Love it. Okay. Love it. All right. Count it. And you're not going, so it's an easy one. Easy win. All right. Pirates win five, nothing. Let's get out of here. Um, Tyler, have a good night. Thanks you guys for watching. And uh, now you got to listen to me, take you out on this outro video. See you guys. Peace out, Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video, and subscribe to the page. It helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.